Welcome to another podcast from Best Self Magazine, the leading voice for self-empowerment, holistic health, and authentic living. Hello, my name is Sarah Seidelman, and I'm the author of the piece, Embracing Your Beastie, Connecting to the Wisdom of Your Spirit Animal. We can benefit from the natural world in many ways simply by beginning to open to it. And one of the easiest and most fun ways to begin to open to nature is to connect with the animal spirits or beasties. It can begin with a simple encounter like I had with walrus. The summer I decided to take a sabbatical for my medical practice, I didn't know if or how I was going to figure out a way to feel good again at work. In the previous couple years, I had completely lost my mojo for the diagnosis of disease, which was my main task at my job as a board-certified pathologist. Instead, I had become more curious about what makes people well. I wanted to focus my energies there, but I had no idea how. With four kids we'd hoped to send to college and a mortgage to pay, we were depending on my income. During that summer, I stumbled into a walrus, albeit one that was lifeless, taxidermied, and hanging on the wall at a shop in our downtown. And nonetheless, I was mesmerized. His enormous tusks and whiskered face beckoned to me, and I got curious. Could this unusual beastie be trying to tell me something? As I learned more about walruses, I discovered a few things. I watched some footage of them hanging out on a beach, and I noticed that, unlike me, they didn't seem to be caught up in their heads worrying about the future. Instead, they were extremely relaxed. I also learned that, essentially, they have no competition. They're apex predators. Putting these two ideas together, I wondered if the walrus was trying to show me that if I could just manage to relax and be myself, that whatever I chose to do next with my career, I would have no competition. This message gave me a lot of hope. I wasn't aware of the deeper world of nature until beasties found me and I started connecting with them. I believe the reason so many of us are drawn to animals and hold them in such high regard is that they are vibrational role models. Working with their spirits is an invitation to join in their high state of alignment. A beastie is a spirit that bears a special significance for an individual. It's a source of strength and insight. This creature's spirit is aligned with the spirit of the person who works with it. I believe working with beasties in this way is embedded in our DNA or our collective experience. Though our Western culture currently lacks a strong connection to the practice of working with spirit animals, many beloved creative works point to this possibility again and again. There are two basic categories of beasties. The first I like to think of as a guest beastie. They're around for a limited time. They come to stay with you for a moment or a month or even a year to bring a message or share some wisdom. Guest beasties arrive to guide you through something important that's going on in your life. They're basically saying, hey, over here, notice me, because I'm trying to tell you something that's important to you to know right now. The other kind of beastie is what I like to think of as core beasties. They are often referred to as guardians, familiars, protectors, or power animals. The word power is often thought of only in terms of intimidation and strength. While it's true that a core beastie does offer strength, it's not the strength of being more powerful than others, but the strength that comes from being connected to your true self. The core in core beastie is the core of you. So guest beasties are beasties that appear for a limited time to bring you a specific message. It's 
kind of like a guest coming to visit who won't be around forever. The good news is, unlike house guests, you won't have to change the sheets or get up early to make coffee for them. Instead, the visit of a guest beastie can lighten your load. They show up in your life to point you in a new direction, offer a solution, or teach you something. Even our biggest fears, like not having enough money, a place to live, or good health, can be calmed by connecting with a simple message from a guest beastie. The first step to working with guest beasties is to notice which beastie is showing up. Although they sometimes make a dramatic entrance, beasties often simply appear as you go about your day, as you read the newspaper, pick up the mail, or walk down the street. You don't need to see the actual three-dimensional version of the beastie for it to be a guest beastie with a message for you. Beasties you see on a digital screen, that you read about in a book, that appear in a night dream, or that present themselves on a gift someone gives you, they all count. You may even hear a beastie rather than see it. Or, even more mysteriously, you might see just a tail, a tooth, a glistening trail on the sidewalk, a web, scat, or other evidence. All of them count. All you need to do is pay attention. For example, if Tiger wants to get your attention, the man making your latte may have a tiger tattoo that catches your eye, and you ask him about it. Or you visit the zoo and you can't get enough of watching the tiger lounging majestically in its habitat. Maybe a friend gives you a birthday card with, hey tiger, as part of the message. Or a PBS documentary on tigers is playing at the dentist's office while you get your teeth cleaned, and later your child offers you their stuffed tiger toy to snuggle with. You might even have all of these things happen within the short space of a few days. Play with life's wonder. Nothing is insignificant or without meaning. Guest beasties typically exit once we've received the support and guidance we need. During the period they are in our lives, we may feel extremely close to them and work deeply together. In some circumstances, a guest beastie like this may, over time, join your core beastie as a lifetime helper and guide. A connection with a core beastie, or what some people call a power animal, can be one of the most magical relationships, mentorships, and friendships you'll ever have. A core beastie is a spirit in animal form that you have a relationship with over a very long period of time. Many shamanic teachers say that a core beastie is with you for life. Some people call core beasties power animals, but the word power is often confusing. The core beastie you connect with will empower you, yet it doesn't bring you power as our culture tends to popularly define it, and an ability to dominate others or control the world. The power I'm talking about here is the peaceful strength that arises from expressing your unique essence in all areas of your life. I use the term core beastie because it more clearly communicates what this relationship is about, fortifying and enlivening the center or core of you. The amazing and special thing about a core beastie is that when you discover one and get to know it, it's like coming home to yourself. And when you connect with the energy of an animal, or for that matter, anything in nature, the ocean, a tree, a rock, you're connecting with its vibration or inherent spirit. You feel that energy, for example, when you see an oak tree or a wildflower and recognize its beauty. When you discover your core beastie, it will feel uniquely uplifting. He or she will make you feel stronger when you think of them. It's kind of like being in the company of someone who's very positive, in tune with you, and supports you. A core beastie plays an empowering and protective role. As a general rule, just as with guest beasties, core beasties are the spirit of wild animals. A wild animal lives in surrender to its own self and is able to fully express its heart's desires without limits. Your core beastie will choose you, 
not the other way around. And regardless of how it appears, the beastie that chooses you does so because it has perfect, unique messages, strengths, and teachings for you. But be aware that your ego could get in the way. You may want your core beastie to be a soaring condor because your ego wants a condor, even though another precious beastie is trying to get your attention. If your ego gets in the way, you'll find connecting with a core beastie more difficult and challenging. Let go of the attachment to the beastie you want to appear and welcome the one that does appear, bearing the gifts of its messages. Recall that a guest beastie is typically temporary, whereas a core beastie is an animal spirit that's been with you your entire life, whether you've been conscious of it or not. Does one pop into your head instantly? Another easy way to tune into your core beastie is to ask yourself these questions. Did you have a well-loved stuffed animal or book about a particular animal as a kid that you loved? What was the first animal you'd run to at the museum or zoo when you were a child? Have you ever had an incredible encounter with a wild animal? It could be an attack, an immense and powerful dream, a very unusual sighting, or an experience with wild animal, a wild animal that felt significant. Have you had recurring dreams where a certain animal shows up over and over again, even if, and especially if, it's a scary dream? Having a core beastie is like having a mentor who encourages you and really sees what's possible for you. And like a relationship with a mentor or a friend or a lover, your relationship with a core beastie is a two-way street. You get out of it what you put into it. And when you honor a relationship with a core beastie, it thrives. And so do you. Forging a wonderful, strong relationship with a core beastie is like cracking open a doorway into a vast world of nature and other beasties. By entering, you open yourself to receiving many more messages and making further discoveries. Here is a little sample of one of the beasties highlighted in the book. The beastie I'm going to share with you from the book is Sloth, whose themes are gentleness, trust, conservation of personal energy, and cooperation. I think sloth is showing up a lot in popular culture because I think many of us could use a visit from this beautiful guest beastie. Sloth arrives very slowly to gently make you aware that there's no sin in conserving your energy for what's most important to you. Have you been exceedingly busy responding to all the needs of others and ignoring your own most basic needs? Sloth offers you her Mona Lisa smile and wordlessly reminds you to periodically withdraw yourself from the caretaking of the world and lovingly attend to your own sweet center and or family. Sloth was named by some terribly misinformed explorer for one of the seven deadly sins, but Sloth is not indifferent to the world and its suffering, nor is she lazy. Sloth is simply a skillful model of energy conservation and healthy self-care. She reminds you to attend first and foremost to your own needs, to rest sufficiently, to eat nourishing foods. When you take care of yourself, as Sloth does, you can become a helpful guide for others. The aligning affirmations for Sloth are, proceed slowly. There's no need to do it faster. Pokey is perfect. Take time to process. Break it down. Allow lengthy digestion, days, not minutes. Enjoy obscurity. Move quietly among all you adore. The chakra for the sloth is heart. Sloths quietly live in harmony with all that is. So take a few minutes today to be outdoors. Set an intention to come into harmony with all of nature and notice what happens. Notice what you sense, smell, see, taste, or simply know. The beastly practice for sloth is this. 
Sloths like owls have the incredible ability to turn their heads nearly 360 degrees. Take an issue that has been bothering you the last 24 to 48 hours and examine it carefully from all perspectives. Then, if you like, stay the course or feel free to make a 180 degree turn. In my book, my new book on beasties, there are sections for each of the 142 beasties in the book on vocation, wellness, creativity, relating, and love, as well as, of course, the chakra and a beastly practice. I hope you've enjoyed this, and I wish you and send you many blessings. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Learn more at bestselfmedia.com.